Tommy, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, guys. I'm doing great. How are you? Doing well. You did it again. We saw another great uh, mound visit. Uh, you know, we are uh, we're struggling a little bit in the show today. We're looking forward to you talking to us to straighten us out. I, you know, I don't like having to to go out there and, and do those <laughs> those visits. It's not a, something that we like look forward to planning, but but yeah, you know, sometimes you just have to go out there and and kind of shake up the mojo a little bit, bring bring some good vibes, and and yeah, it's always good when you have good players that can kind of pick you up in those moments as well. Tommy, my sense is that when you wake up every day, you worry about what is the first crisis you might have to address. And I think that, unfortunately, over the weekend, Adbert Alzali going on the injured list created kind of a crisis. You don't want to lose your closer in September. Everybody else has to take on maybe a different role or have added significance to each appearance. How does that change each guy's role in a bullpen that's been very good for you? Yeah, obviously when you lose a guy like Gabbert and what he's done, you know, for the team, at least for a short while, um, it kind of kind of extends everybody a little bit. And and we've talked about this all year and, and just kind of that next man up mentality. And and we obviously trust a lot of guys in a lot of situations. Um, we're going to put guys in maybe some new situations that they haven't been put in. But, you know, at this point in the year, you're, you're going to kind of be ready for everything. And, and we're going to continue to try to pocket and put guys in, in the best um, you know spots in the lineup to be successful. It's just it may just be later in the games and, and some more you know higher leverage situations. But guys have guys have pitched in those during the year. Um, you know when we've had guys down and, and now it's just obviously going to be magnified a little bit more now. But you know the work guys have put in, the, the trust they've gained. You know it's time for time for guys to step up. And, and this time of the year you're going to. You're going to pitch a little bit banged up. You're going to pitch a little sore. You're going to probably pitch more often. You might get up and not get in the game, um, you know, kind of getting guys up more often. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just that time of the year. Every, a lot of teams are, are dealing with it. And, but we're excited about the, you know, the opportunity, and the guys want that opportunity. Obviously, you conclude the series against the Rockies today. But I'm just curious, you, know, you often hear about the thin air out there and uh, – I can remember years ago covering basketball out there. It, it it really does take a toll on guys. It wears them out. What about the thin air and the and the ball traveling? And I know at Wrigley, some days it's blowing in, some days it's blowing out. You got to be aware of that. What about uh, Colorado? What is it like there? Yeah, I mean it's, it's just a unique environment here. Um, you know, number one, I think you hit it on the head just with the the thin air, the high altitude, the environment, you see things play a little differently. Pitches tend to, you know, not move quite as much, um, you know, breaking balls just, you know, kind of get sucked a little closer to that kind of gyro spin spot. They don't, they don't quite have that same sweep. Fastballs don't have as quite as much carry. So you see, you tend to see pitches shapes move a little bit. But I think it's more important to like talk about just the environment and the field, the stadium, how big this, the field is. Right. Um, we talked to, believe it or not, we talked to the guys. It's so far away in center field. Like, take your time running into the game. You know, make sure you're not winded and out of breath before you're pit. You know, you start your warm-ups, get done a little, little sooner if you can. Um, all those little things that you can do to kind of help catch your breath. You know, keep your keep your focus on what you what you need to be doing that day. And then the other thing is just recovery. You know, guys will pitch one night and the next day 
feel great at home here, you know, just not quite as recovered. And, and we have an awesome nutritionist and, and trainers and people that obviously will help with all that stuff and, and give guys all the supplements and things they can do to kind of help aid in, in recovery, aid in sleep, aid in all those things that are going to make them better. Um, but it's such a, it's a beautiful ballpark. It's such a unique environment. And, and it's always a place you come into and you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> You're going to see stuff see stuff you haven't seen you're going to see guys like pca running all over the place um tracking down balls like it's a like it's a football field out there and you know that was pretty fun to watch yeah let's talk about him for a moment because he's created a lot of conversation obviously amongst cubs fans and certainly on the show this morning tommy pete crow armstrong comes up and just picks up where he left off in the minors you don't know yet offensively but really after last night does it matter those two catches were tremendous. What difference can he make, and how important it is to have a guy like that for a pitching staff? Well, yeah, we we knew he was an elite defender. I think everybody that has seen him play could see just how how well he can play in center field and what a difference he can make, especially on that side of the ball. And and you know, there's there's a lot of guys that that come up. You see, you know, guys that come up and play outfield at a high level and late in the year and in the postseason and make plays that can run bases. Um, you know, even catchers, young catchers that come up and have, have really good arms and good defenders that can, that can make, make a difference in the postseason stretch. And, and you know, you, you take that, you take the offensive side with it because you know how much of, of a difference maker they can be. And, and we know PCA is going to hit at some point and, and hit at a high level, but for what he can do right now, it's, it's just, an elite defender in center field and, and anything else is really a bonus, you know, at least at this point, you know, down the road, you know, you're going to expect a lot more out of him as well, but man, man, it's fun to see. And it's fun to see some of these young guys come up and kind of, you know, have that little bit of a spark and, and show that, that they can compete and aren't, aren't afraid of the moment and can compete on a team that's trying to, you know, make the postseason. It's also interesting to see, how many guys are coming back, the potential of how many guys coming back. You know, obviously everyone's concerned with the whole uh, uh, the whole thing about if Stroman comes back, how are you going to handle that? Can he pitch out of the bullpen? Would, it, would he have to be a starter? Where is he at? I, I just think that there are just a lot of questions about availability moving forward, but you're, you got to win in the right now. That's the difficulty of trying to balance that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, we're at the point of the year, too, where I think a lot of guys have thrown their their egos aside and, and just want, want to help the team in whatever way we can. They understand there's a lot of different ways to do that, you know. Um, we're still, you know, talking through, you know, when show comes back, what the best option is going to be utilize him, you know. And, and he's been open and willing to say, like, hey, I'll, I'll pitch out of the bullpen. I'll start if you guys want me to. I'll do both, you know. I'll – I'll um, kind of work back and, and, you know, those are all the things that we're trying to weigh here. You're like, how can we give guys rest? How can we put them in the right, right chance to be successful? How can we, you know, form a team and put a team out there every night that's going to compete and, and, you know, try to win a ball game. So um, it's fun. It's fun to hear you guys talk about this is the willingness to do whatever it takes to win um, guys making big plays, big at bats off the bench. You know, it's, it's going to be fun. You know, it's going to be fun to watch these last couple of weeks. Tommy, your starting pitching has really been strong the last 20 games, especially. I think your ERA is just a bit over two. And Assad didn't necessarily have it last night, but they've been very consistent 
And so I think looking forward, I, w- I wonder this. You got Justin Steele having a Cy Young caliber season. Kyle Hendricks is who he is. Jordan Wicks has been a revelation. You wonder about Tyone. He needs another strong one today. But when you look at your schedule and you have three off days over the next 12 on the calendar, would you have you talked about manipulating your pitching rotation so you get your strongest guys more starts? So you guarantee that you're going to see more of Steele or Hendricks or maybe even Wicks with that kind of flexibility built in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've talked about how we can utilize um, the off days, and we're trying. To, obviously, number one, we we want to win. We want to win. We want to get to the postseason, and then we can kind of figure figure out some things there. The other thing that we're really looking forward to is utilizing the off days to get some guys some extra rest. Um, we've asked we've asked a lot of guys, and I think you talked about Javi there. You know, Javi had a stretch where he was carrying a heavy, heavy load of like seven or eight inning outings, um, you know, for about five, five straight starts. So like getting, being able to, to, to shuffle the order around and get, get the matchups we want, obviously we won't win it. We won't win every game, you know, that we play. And, and so we're making sure we can line up those guys accordingly, but also get them the extra rest when we can, if we feel like it's not going to change, you know, the number of starts or outings that they're going to have. So we're definitely taking all those things into consideration and how we can make the best decisions here over the next you know, couple of weeks. Tommy, we know that everyone values experience and having been there and been through it. There's also something to be said for being kind of, and I don't, want to insult anyone you but the term would be young and dumb like you don't you don't mm-hmm. realize how big it is and you're just kind of doing your thing and you just go along with it and next thing you know you're you've made a huge impact how do you weigh those things yeah you know i that's a, that's a really good question i think you know having been around this organization as long as i have and and seeing the the teams from 15 you know all the way through you know the 18 19 season that's what you saw when, when those guys first came up, the hunger, the willingness to want to push the envelope and, and prove that, that we belong, prove that this team's real, prove that all the things we're doing are right. And there's, there's something dangerous about that, you know, for other teams, for, for veteran teams that have been in, in the postseason before to see a, a younger team or a team that hasn't, hasn't had that, you know, experience before come up with kind of a chip on the shoulder willing to prove that. And that's been, you know, what we've talked about a little bit, just watching us play over the last month and a half is that's what it, you know, that's what it feels like. And, and then obviously you have people around, you have some veteran guys that have been through it. You have Dansby, you have Yawn, you've got some, you know, some of the pitchers through Smiley, obviously Kyle Hendricks, guys that have had that experience that guys can lean on and talk to and, and, and look, you know, too, for guidance. But again, you know, it's it's fun to watch these young guys that are hungry and want to come up and prove that they could do it and prove they could do it at a high level and on a big stage. A lot of numbers are impressive this year, Tommy. A lot of things, you look at quality starts and the ERA and collectively your bullpen and your starters have really had a strong year and pitching has been the strength of this team. I have to wonder, though, when you look at the first inning problems they seem to be something that stands out as an outlier here what is it have you studied it do you can you explain it the 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 first inning struggles with certain guys yeah we've definitely looked at it and that's a good question and a good thing to point out you know i think um we we've looked into usage we've looked into patterns we've looked into you know a lot of different things we feel we've looked into way other ways of 
quote unquote, like preparing guys for that first inning better, you know, and the bullpen warming up. But the the best way I can describe it is this, right? Not every pitcher has everything locked in right away from the first inning. And whether that's from a pitch shape or field perspective, whether Mm -hmm. that's a usage perspective, a location command, maybe their mechanics aren't, aren't quite locked in guys, guys aren't out there throwing, 60 70 pitches to try to make sure everything is ready you know before they enter the game a lot of that you know most of the bullpens and the warm-ups are 20 to 30 pitches and guys are making sure their body's loose and everything's feeling good and and then they we go out there and we compete and obviously we have a way we want to kind of attack guys early in the game we also want to make sure there's some things each pitcher locks in um early in the game and then gets gets established um so, you know, there are going to be times guys go out there in the first and don't quite have the, the command of it, maybe don't have the quite the feel of the breaking ball right away. And that's our job to be able to help them make those make those adjustments as the game goes on. I, I feel like that's one of the things our group, the catchers, the pitchers understand that we do really well is just to help them un- like understand what's going on, what can we make adjustments to, how can we, how can we make them quick, and then – you know, continue to go compete the rest of the game. And, and, you know, obviously, yeah, in an ideal situation, you'd, you'd never want to give up, you know, runs in, in the first inning and put your team in the hole. Um, but with the same thing being said, guys are able to make adjustments, right the ship, figure out what's working pretty quick and go out there and compete for another four or five innings um, and keep your team in the ball game. So it's definitely something we're aware of, definitely something we talk about and, and, and work through. And each guy's um, first innings are a little different depending on who they are and, and what's working that day. You lead MLB with 67 quality starts. I, I'm not sure I noticed that as it was going. Maybe the quality start has just not been as as promoted a statistic, but that's fairly extraordinary given the way you've kind of gone through different pitchers and brought up different guys, et cetera. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of them were some of those games that, you know, David just mentioned, like games that guys may have given up a run early or two runs early and yeah. then go out there and settle in for another six innings. Um, yeah. I think it's just a testament to the work these guys have put in and, and the way they feed off each other, they want to keep the team in the game. They talk about it all the time. They talk about wanting to go out there and give the, the team quality starts to give us a chance to win. Um, and and they work hard in between to make sure they can keep their stamina up and, and continue to work. You know, quality starts, you know, it is, it is a stat that hasn't, you know, doesn't really sit there in the limelight all the time and, and you know, stare at you in the face. But I think, I think that for us, it's a, it's a fun stat to look at, to know that we're competing, we're giving our team a chance to win, we're going out there, you know, every night, um, you know, putting up those quality starts. And, um, you know, like I said, it's just a testament to the work you got to put into this point. Thanks, Tommy. I feel better now. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope so. That's You've like your round of the pep talk, right? Yeah, exactly. We're focused. You've Thanks, Tommy. Us. Good luck today. Thank you, buddy. Good luck. All right, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you. That is Tommy Hadovy. Don't you feel better? Should, yeah. About the Cubs pitching everything. This is, I have it's a, a moment. I I have like a a contentment that has somehow come over me. I know. And I'm I a, feel looser and more able to focus. And on, when we do our post show meeting, and yeah. and Dustin asks us kind of how it went, I'm going to be able to recite everything that he just said, just like Jordan Wicks did. Yeah. I just nod my head yeah. and listen and listen and take it into account.